Hi, we're Chelsea and Michael. And this is the Coffee with Creators podcast. Think of it as hanging out with your buddies as we chat about content creation, social media, and life in general as creatives. So grab your favorite drink and welcome to our scrappy little podcast. We, we can just do three, two, one. Look at us. We're like professionals. Ooh, yay. Yay. Hey, Chelsea. Um, hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Good. Caught you off guard. You did. I was going to say something and now I have no idea what I was going to say. I do like addressing the audience though. Like I do like, hello everyone. Welcome back to yet again, another episode of Coffee with Creators. Should we keep that in or should we cut? I, I like that. that. But um, okay. as long as you feel it feels natural to you, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because it's like, it feels Does it feel unnatural very, to you? No, not at all. I feel like, okay. I th- think it feels very formal and welcoming and maybe the because I'm all over the place when I'm listening to our podcast. I'm all over the place, but you seem to be like the anchor in that sense. Like when people That's hear good. your voice, they know, oh, it's Coffee with Creators. Oh, it's going to start. And oh, mm-hmm. there's Chelsea. And Mike, That is good. And then Michael just starts barging into the room, running around, you know, with his head on fire or something. So that's... I say, hi, Michael, how are you? And you're like, I'm good, Chelsea. Let me tell you what I caught on fire today. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much me. (laughs) (laughs) So we can keep that if you want. Maybe we should ask the audience if they like it. Um, How about about we include this little bit (laughs) in the episode? Sure. Well, we know you're not going to cut anything out because you like to leave everything Yeah, I like to leave everything you know, uh, bear in that sense. Bear. So. Mm-hmm. Raw. Well, what do you guys think? If you, you think, do you like our little intro, the usual that we do? Chelsea and I were just having a little chat before we started recording, and we wanted to make sure that we weren't straying away too far from the whole coffee, or uh, conversations in a coffee shop vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, the whole reason we started this thing. Um we kind of, we wanted to structure it around two friends in a coffee shop, but giving valuable information to other people sitting around the table, Yeah, essentially. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of want to catch our footing and make sure we are not straying too far from that. So yeah. So surprise, surprise, here's a special episode. And Yay. we would like to tell you why we're recording a special episode, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Be- tell them. Because we've... <laughs> Uh, we've booked too many guests and that's a good thing and a bad thing. It is a good thing and a bad thing. I was telling my mom yesterday and she's like, wasn't that a good thing? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, I have it too is. much work, mom. I'm so <laughs> overloaded. She's like, you need, just need to take a nap. You need to go to bed early. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Nap. That's so cute. I love that. That's like motherly advice. I know. I love that. Spe- she gives the best advice. Speaking of naps, I was so happy last night, Chelsea. Guess did what? you go to bed at a decent hour? I did. Did you sleep in the bed? I did. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe it. It's a miracle, you guys. I was so happy. Michael, Michael didn't sleep leaning up against uh, Sam, which is his dog's <laughs> cage. <Yeah. laughs> which I don't see how he does that at almost 40 years old. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, I, the kids were asleep at, I'd say, because my, my daughter didn't take a nap all day yesterday. So by the time we got home, she was like knocked out. And I think yeah. that was like around 8.45 ish. And my son mm-hmm. was also asleep because that's about his bedtime. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I'm like, there's so much, so much free time. I don't know what to do. So I went to bed. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. What do I do? You know what? Let me try this thing. I think it's called a pillow. And I think this thing is called a bed. Let me see what happens if I lay down. So I did. Yeah. That was like around 10 o'clock. And oh my That's God. early. Yeah. So I felt yeah. really good this morning. I mean, I did wake That's up at great. like 4.30 in the morning. Mm. <laughs> but that was like around mm. what? How many hours? 10, 11, 12? Eight. Six? Seven. <laughs> I don't know. Six. Welcome to Coffee and Creators, guys. Michael and Chelsea. <laughs> they don't know math. <laughs> it's the reason why we're content creators and... Um, Artists. Photographers and graphic designers because we don't know math. Because we're not mathematicians. The only math that I know is if I'm shooting on a crop censored camera, <laughs> if I need to times 1.6 by my focal length of my lens, that is it, That's you guys. It. <laughs> That's it. That's as far as we can go with numbers, yeah. but that's okay. That's it. Yeah. That's all right. Yo, anyway, going back, the reason why we <laughs> wanted to do a recording today was because we have too many guests. And my problem with podcasts that I follow is that, you know, I follow them in the beginning for a specific reason. It's because I like 
listening to the hosts and what they had to yeah. say. But then a lot of these podcasts that I followed started to bring in a lot of guests every week, every episode, which is good because it's always good to get a different perspective. Yeah. But however, I also started to feel a little left out or I started, the podcast started to feel different. Like it's not the one that I signed up for, if that, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I don't want the audience, you beautiful people who are listening to this, I don't want you guys to feel the same way. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. If you guys like the guests, then, yeah, let us know if you prefer to have a little bit more of just Michael and Chelsea, you know, chatting, whatever, then let us know. But the, for the rest of the year, we basically have guests. So <laughs> we do. And we're, we do plan on sprinkling in some episodes like we're doing today where it's just Michael and I. Mm -hmm. We're just really we're trying to find like a good mix of both where it's Michael and I and then it's Michael and I and a guest. Yeah. So ideally, we're what, just trying to figure that out, right? And how to to do that? I, ideally, we would probably do it uh, every other week, like a guest mm -hmm. every other week. So that way, we can dissect whatever it is that they yeah. said, and then just talk more about it. And like mm -hmm. you know, like the last few guests that we've had, they were awesome. I feel like we could revisit them, like those mm -hmm. episodes, over and over again, and just keep mm -hmm. finding like little nuggets of um, information. Yeah. So especially with Eric and um, I know Landon, too. I mean, they had so many good knowledge bombs. Mm -hmm. I really but I, I could go back and listen and learn something from those episodes. So. Same here. And for you guys who've discovered us through Landon's episode. Thank you. And I hope thank you're staying you. because Landon's episode is still the the most popular, the one that's been downloaded the most. And it's kind of blowing my mind. I mean, it's right? not a surprise to me because he, he is. He's a, so popular. Yeah, he's very popular. So yeah, we're, we're riding. Uh, we're on. Clap. <laughs> yeah. We're on the Landon. Clap. We are sitting on Landon's <laughs> tailcoats, basically just yeah. riding that clout. So I'm fine with that. I know me too. Landon, <laughs> I'm sure Landon's fine with it. He's, he's such I'm a nice sure guy. Yeah. Such a cool guy. Yeah. So we're having him back guys. And that's an exciting Season thing. Two, we're having him back. Sure. And I think Eric also said loom shot that he said he wanted to be back. Yes. So that's very exciting. Definitely. Um, so for today, since we're doing just the, the usual Michael and Chelsea um, chat, we decided to keep it very casual, but we also wanted to talk about something that I think everyone who is in this space is very familiar with. Yeah. And that is basically all the negative comments that you might be getting from, I don't know, all your social media stuff, whether it's Instagram, um, YouTube, perhaps even Twitter. Twitter is, by the way, is like a different beast, Chelsea. Twitter, <laughs> they don't hold anything back on Twitter. If they want to say it, they say it on Twitter. And I've also found that if they want to say something, they say it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, I've not experienced any mean comments to this day on Instagram. Everything on my Instagram has always been either con constructive criticism. I wouldn't even call it criticism, just like constructive things or something very nice. Mm -hmm. um, YouTube is where people like to throw in their little jabs <laughs> of mean comments. But what do you think? Why do you think that uh, Instagram seems to have less uh, less mean comments than YouTube? I. I think for me, it's because people know me there. People are like dedicated followers there. And it's people that I've, I know, not like physically know, but like I know them through Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I think YouTube is just like random people finding my video and then finding something to say about it just because they want to. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think Instagram is more concentrated in the, uh, the, your audience, like they, mm -hmm. they are following you for a specific reason. And so the only yeah. ones that really see your content are the people that follow you. Yeah. But YouTube is like, it's like stepping in, in, in the middle of a busy street. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like comments after comments. But um, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember a site called 4chan? Mm -mm. No? I don't think so. What is it? That's, is it social media? It's a, it's kind of like Reddit. You know what Reddit is okay. though, right? Yeah. Reddit is yeah, basically yeah. like, the internet's forum. You can look for almost anything okay. there and you can join any subreddit, which is basically a, mm -hmm. a thread, like a subthread, and mm -hmm. talk about just about anything. 4chan is, you know, I actually don't know, but maybe like early 2000s. Um, okay. And they that were. That makes sense why I wouldn't know about it because I wasn't 
we had a computer, but it was like Windows 95 and the <laughs> internet was like, yeah. so you have to yell at your sister for, you know, to, to get off the phone first before you can connect. Yes. To the internet. Yeah. Yes. Or they were yelling at me to get off the internet because their phone wasn't ringing and they were expecting a call. Yeah. Right. So, but fun times, fun times. I know. But 4chan was, um, it was basically a site where all the trolls lived. So mm. I remember my friend saying, never visit 4chan because it's a really bad place. People are just mean. You'll see all the bad stuff. And it's just it's just a terrible place. And so it was my cousin, I think, who said, go visit this, this particular thing. This was like mid-2000s, I'd say. And I did, and I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. This place is terrible. Kill it with fire. Like, I seriously <laughs> didn't, you know, I didn't like it. And I understood like why people kept saying, don't, you know, stay away from 4chan. But it's yeah. weird because nowadays I feel like Twitter and YouTube and Facebook are like the new 4chans. That's true. Facebook, people, oh my God, I... I literally hate Facebook because people are so damn mean on Facebook. I don't know <laughs> why. It's supposed to be for friends and family, and now it's just trolls. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason why I have it is because of my friends and my family. Yeah. And then you realize your worst enemies are your friends and families. Right. Yeah. We're like, bro. I know. It's calm unfortunate. Down. But going back to the whole mean comments thing, I think. I think this is one of the biggest reasons and probably for a lot of people, the biggest reason why they don't even want to start creating. Yeah, it, it hinders a lot of artists and a lot of creators from putting their stuff out there because they are afraid of these mean comments. Mm -hmm. And that is so sad. It's 2020. Like, I know it's 2020, like 2020 sucks. But why are we still like hating on people who are just trying to create and like have their footprint in the world? Do you know, like it's, it's really sad, honestly. It's really sad. Remember yeah. the first time we started this podcast? We, I think we were sharing experiences. A mean comment yeah, that mean I had right? gotten. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you, would you like to remind, <laughs> remind us about that one? Yes. The comment, so it was our very first episode or pilot episode. So if you guys want to go back and listen, but um, basically somebody had commented on one of my very first videos that I had published. It was for packed bags and it was it wasn't my very first youtube video but it was like my revamping of my youtube channel that was my first video and somebody wrote basically that for a photographer like my video was trash like since i called myself a photographer they thought that my cinematography skills or my videography skills should have been better mm. um and that really hurt. And the way I kind of got through it was just honestly talking to Michael. And he's like, you know what? This should be our first episode. And that's kind of what we did. Yeah. But it was scary putting that video out there. And then, like, especially having my fear met with a nasty comment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I got over it. So That's good. I mean, yeah. I, th I personally think that by talking about it and actually bringing it to light helps. Mm -hmm. And instead Absolutely. of hiding from it or ignoring it, you know, so ignoring mm -hmm. it is fine. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. are doing that. And that's probably the smartest way to deal with it because mm -hmm. you don't want to put any more energy or time towards something that really is pointless. Right. So Absolutely. I think, yeah. I think ignoring would probably be the smartest thing to do, but I'm not smart. <laughs> I yeah, don't. I, re I try really hard not to read those comments, but it pops up on my phone. And then I, I before I know it, I'm reading the comments, I know. you know, I think so. that it's, it, uh, it also stems from, uh, you know, for me personally, I think the reason why hurtful comments, I mean, mean comments uh, can be hurtful is because I remember when I was growing up, when you called yourself a photographer, people are like, really? You know, when I see your, it, there's the doubt, right? There's the doubt. And then mm -hmm. it makes you question yourself. And then um, this whole imposter syndrome just like sneaks in, sneaks up on you. And then you're like, yeah, I'm not an expert or whatever. But truth be told, we are no, no one is really an expert on anything. True. Just, it's just things that you've learned yeah. throughout the time you've spent trying to learn, yeah, honestly. Pretty much. And negative comments on social media is basically those fears um, mm -hmm. almost like validated. It's like, this mm -hmm. is the reason why I didn't want to post Absolutely. anything because people are going to say I'm a fake, even though you're not. First of yeah. all, you posted something and those people didn't. So, yeah. There you Absolutely. Go. Always when I get a negative comment, I always go 
to their profile or their YouTube channel and there's never anything there. Yep. It's either they're a troll or they are also self-conscious so they feel like they have to bring you down for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Like the comment that I get the most is that I need to fix my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And that one actually is probably my favorite. Like, you know, I spent a lot of time hating my hair because it is, it's fuzzy and it's hard to manage. But, you know, I've just grown into it and I, I love my hair now. It's who I am. Yeah. It's you know? beautiful, Chelsea. I don't know why Thank people would you. hate on your hair. It's part of your they character. Do. It is. It's like, it's part of my brand too. I'm trying to like incorporate the puffy hair and the glasses into my brand because it's who I am, you exactly. know? So I've, when I see those now, I just laugh and I actually heart the comments. I'm like, thank you. That's what I do too. Any hateful yeah. comments, I'm like, heart. Because it's like, thank you. What else can they do? Like, how what? dare you yeah. like my comment, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, so. there are obvious obvious reasons why we're so afraid of, of negative comments. And I'm not entirely immune to them, but I know how to either. sidestep them. I know how, how to deflect them and I know how to get over them. And yeah. knowing how to get over that, or basically getting to this point, is doesn't happen overnight. No, it, it took me several months. Yeah, even with the mean hair comments, like at first it did bother me. I was like, "What am I gonna do about it?" Like mm-hmm. I thought about like fixing my hair or like changing myself, and then I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna change myself for these haters that are sitting on their couch writing these comments." Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's. The reason why it hurts us so much is because these are the the things that are floating in our heads when no one's looking. Already, yeah, there it's already something that you have a fear of or something that's in the back of your mind. And then when somebody says them out loud on this platform that other people can see, it just it really brings it to light. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's Aw. so it makes you feel very insecure. Yeah, and just like, oh crap! Like they found me. They they mm-hmm. saw through my my, my disguise or something. Yeah, yeah. they. They know I'm a fake. Mm-hmm. I've always known that I'm a fake, and now they're they're telling me I am. So I must really be a fake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the worst one. <laughs> but what would you say though, Chelsea, if your daughter comes up to you or your son and be like, "Mommy, I hate my hair, the color of my hair," or I don't know, you know, something like that? What would you say? That actually happens. My son has beautiful long hair, mm-hmm. and he has the perfect head of hair to have long hair, and. He always had long hair from the time he was one years old until he started kindergarten last year. And it was one of those things like he was like, I hate my long hair. And it was because kids here, the boys here, I guess, didn't have long hair. Like in Hawaii, like when he went to preschool and his little day camps and stuff, like all the boys had long hair. That's like what they did in Hawaii, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And then he comes here and people started talking about his hair. So we had to sit him down. We were like, if you like your long hair, you stand up for it. You know, like you rock that long hair if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. If you want to change it, you change it because you want to, not because someone else likes it or doesn't like it. And he's like, I like my long hair. So there we go. I mean, he he does cut it in the summers because it gets hot and like it's starting to get kind of long now. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I think I'm ready to cut it. Mm -hmm. So- we just kind of do what, what he wants, but we tell him, you know, your hair is something that you can change, but only if you want to, yes. not because someone else is telling you they don't like your hair, mm-hmm. you know? So I think all these people who leave comments such as that are the people who are so used to living through their life, making other people happy yeah. other than themselves. And just like, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the illustration of your son they were probably just conforming to whatever everyone else is saying. Yeah, I mean, these kids are kindergartners, you yeah. know? So it's it's definitely, I guess here in the South, like boys don't typically have long hair. Mm-hmm. But it's whatever. I mean, if my kid wants long hair, he's going to have long hair. Yeah. You know? I, but, it, it, a weird, one of the weirdest um, observations I've had over the years is that, you know, growing up in the 80s, like late 80s and early 90s, being called a nerd wasn't a compliment that was an yeah, insult not like it is today yeah yeah and that was an insult like it was an insult like the worst thing that you could probably it's not the worst to be honest but as a kid if someone at school calls you a nerd i'll be like oh my god people think i'm a nerd you know and it was it just was like a derogatory thing almost yeah you know and the nerds were really just people who like 
things that are different, who like different things. And what? Guess what? Nerds are the coolest things right now, right? They are the <laughs> ones that have lots of money yeah. and are successful in life. You know, usually mm -hmm. like when you look back at your high school graduating class or whatever, yeah. and you had all the jocks and all of like the cool people, and most of them aren't really doing anything with their lives now. Isn't that and a then, funny observation? People like James and I, who were the nerds, like mm -hmm. big time, especially James, <laughs> we're, we've gone, you know, we've done things with our lives. Yeah. We've gone places and, you know, things that a lot of them haven't, not yeah. that I'm calling anyone out or mm -hmm. anything, but it's, yeah, it's a very real it observation. It's the same thing with mm -hmm. me, my high school, yeah. my, my college life, like the people that you thought back then who would most Had likely succeed. Yeah. yeah. Suddenly you're like, Hmm. What happened to them? Okay. I mean, I, I wish everyone succeeds. I, I hope that everyone finds their thing. But I think the Absolutely. crucial thing here is that, I'm just guessing, but the nerds were just very happy to be themselves. Mm -hmm. And when you're happy to be yourself, when you're happy with the stuff that you do, you'll find ways to make, it just resonates with the rest of your life. You know, it, it, it um, what do you call it? Like a... What's that thing called, Chelsea? When you when you throw something a pebble in the in the pond and it the the, the ripples, the ripple. it'll ripple, ripple out. Yeah, it'll ripple yeah. out through the rest of your life, and then you start to uh, attract like minded people, mm -hmm. and then suddenly you're doing things that you like. Suddenly you're traveling. Suddenly you're you're experiencing new things. You're not in that bubble anymore. Yeah. And I feel that nerds, you know, or you know, just people creatives in general. Mm -hmm are afraid to express that because they're so different, you know, in the beginning, they're yeah. so different. They're so, they're just not normal compared to what normal is. I mean, mm -hmm. what normal society says, and they just don't want to go against the grain. Yeah. But later on in life, you start to realize that the only person that you really need to make happy, you know, to make sure that is happy is yourself because yourself. you can't make other people happy if you are unhappy. If, you know yes, what I mean? That's so true. Why do you think during, uh, you, know, you remember when you're riding an airplane and during during the safety um, procedures, like uh, the, the reminders mm -hmm. and the, the oxygen masks fall down. Why do you think they say, put yours on first before you assist someone else? Because if you're passed out from lack of oxygen, you can't help anyone else. Exactly. Yeah. So I think if you are feeling this way, if you feel that, you need to constantly make other people happy. Maybe that should be directed towards you. First, make yourself happy. And if creating Absolutely. content is what makes you happy, whatever it is that you, you do, do that. And then I know I know there's still a little bit of like a resistance because, you know, I don't want to do it because of the negative comments. But, you know, going back to the ne ne negative comments, I feel like those people just didn't do the things that they wanted to do. And that's yeah, why maybe they're... they have, maybe they have regret or maybe they have someone in their life that is putting them down <clears> and they in turn feel like the fraud, Yep. you know, so they have to make someone else, you know, have these thoughts they're or bringing, whatever. Yeah. They're bringing them back down to the norm. Mm -hmm. That's what they're trying to do. Cause you're yeah. going against the grain. You're doing something different. You're putting yourself out there mm -hmm. and that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah. So if the only way that they can feel comfortable again is by bringing you down because it's a reflection of who they are, right? You, Chelsea, made content based on photography. You're a photographer. You put your stuff out there and it makes you feel good. Photographer A, let's just call him photographer A, is watching your channel and he also thinks he's a photographer. He also believes that he has good work, but he never did put his work out there. So he looks at you and he's, he thinks, man, like the only reason she's, uh, she's even out there is because, you know, whatever, you know, she, he makes up all these excuses, but it still makes mm -hmm. him uncomfortable. So he tries to bring you down. Like you're not a real yeah. photographer, this and that, because it makes him feel better. Like yeah. now Chelsea's back down here with the rest of us. Now we're all yeah. photographers or we're all, this is the reason why I'm also never on YouTube. So they start to make excuses for themselves. Yeah. That's really it. That's honestly the only reason because like you said, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. Like you said earlier, Chelsea, I can attest to this a hundred percent of the people who left mean comments on my, my stuff, they don't have pictures of themselves. They don't they have their did. real names. 
they yeah. don't have portfolios. They don't have websites that we yeah. like that I can look at. And, and uh, yes, I have looked at all these people's con- uh, profiles. Me too. Yeah. It's always like hot dog 88 with the, <laughs> with the outline of the, the person, you know, it's not ever really like a profile photo. <laughs> it's just some crazy username, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So these, these are people who are just, yeah, they're just very unhappy. With, they're with also probably insecure. Very insecure. I would definitely say. Yeah. They're definitely insecure. Anyone who is so, secure will never leave a mean comment like that. No, 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 no. I And I have several like big YouTubers who have commented on my video and they're like, here's one, I'll read it. I think uh, I know who that is. Really? Which yeah. one are you thinking? Uh, Kitty? Gotta find him. Oh, no. Oh, no, Kitty? Kitty wrote okay. two, but I've had two others um, from This Is Tech Today. We can cut that out if we don't want their name in. But it says, fantastic video and desk setup. So glad to see more talented women on YouTube. Oh, and you should totally get a Twitter account so people can brag about you. Oh, so look at that. That yeah. was exciting. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it is good to see, like, talented women on mm-hmm. YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for writing that. Definitely. So, and, yeah, so... There's, there's definitely more good comments than bad comments, I would say. So if you guys are listening and you're scared to create content and put it out on some social media platform like YouTube or Instagram or whatever, just always know that there will be more people who find good in your work than the insecure people who leave the bad comments. Yes. Just, just know that. And, uh, but with a caveat though, a little bit of a caveat, as long as your work isn't deceptive. True. Cause that's the only one. That's the only way you can really get like really, like obnoxious amounts of bad comments because if you're yeah. trying to be deceptive through your content, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're doing something that's just not right, then yeah, expect that. Expect the, expect the bad comments. If, if you're, <laughs> if you're putting some racial things or some yeah. homophobic things, like expect it from me, you're going to get some bad, <laughs> some bad comments, you know, cause I don't stand for that crap either. Yeah. But if you are just gen, genuinely creating content for the sake of, of being a creative person and an artist, I, mm-hmm. I think you'll be fine. Yeah, you, you, you'll t- t- totally be fine. But um, I think Chelsea, it's it's also important for us to determine, like, is it is it crucial for us to overcome that fear of negative comments, or should we just ignore it? Like, what should we do? What do you think? I think probably a good mix of both. I mean, you know, I've overcome the fear of those comments just by continuing to post. I mean, if those first few bad comments like hindered me from creating content, that would be one thing. So I I feel like I have kind of just overcome it by continuing to create content and put it out there regardless of what they say about my hair or that I'm copying other men or whatever it is that they're (laughs) saying. Um, And also just trying to ignore them too, I think is a good idea. But like I said, it's it's hard for me to ignore them because I see them pop up on my phone and then before I know it, I've read all the comments. You yeah. Know? It's easiest. The easiest thing is to just ignore them. But yeah, personally, but it's also hard to. to it is because I mean, they are your audience, right? Like, first of all, I think. I think you have to you have to realize the difference between a mean comment, like a negative comment and a, mm-hmm. and a, a criticism. Yeah, I get criticism all the time, but it's conducive it's, it's constructive. constructive yeah you know it's like the most um constructive criticism i've gotten from my desk setup video is your volume is too low and yes my volume is too low mm. so i get that you know that uh, that doesn't hurt my feelings because i know it's low i yeah. knew it was low when i posted it but i didn't i was too lazy to go back yeah. and change it <laughs> you, <laughs> you know you also have to re- uh recognize that sometimes um there's something lost in translation for you know some people are not really adept at the English language, let's just say. Yeah. So that sometimes, to me yeah. As well. It's funny. One of the comments <laughs> that I've gotten was, um, "It's too dark." It's like, "It's too dark." I have a headache. Thank you. I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Okay. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, thank you for that criticism. But you thank know what you. I mean. So it's not 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 everyone's. It's coming from a very bad uh, perspective. Sometimes, exactly. Sometimes people just don't know how to express it uh, properly. But I think. Personally, I think as a creator, if you are going to be in this field, if you are going to be 
creating and sharing that, you need to overcome your fears eventually. Absolutely. You don't have to do it like you, you gradually do it. Yeah. You also have to expect that there is going to be some negative comments because oh, yeah. it's just the cold, hard fact of mm-hmm. it is this is a platform where everyone all across the country and the world is seeing your stuff. Yeah. You can't stop them all from leaving bad comments. Yeah. Think of it this way. It's like you're walking down the street with an umbrella and it starts raining. At some point, you will get a little bit wet, a little bit wet but for the most part, you'll be fine. And yeah. that's totally okay. Because you know what? Yeah. The, the, the wet spots, they'll dry up. And that's fine. Yeah. Right? You're not soaked. So think of it that way. Don't, don't scare yourself into... Um, into not creating. Yeah, because of the negative comments. What would, you, what would your favorite artist... I mean, how would you feel if your favorite artist or creator decided not to do anything because they were too scared? It would be so sad because I wouldn't yeah. know them. Yeah, I'd be sad. I wouldn't know Charlize or Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's a lyrical goddess, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how much crap she got? Oh, like, yeah. In, even in one of her songs, she says, I'm too good to listen to... Oh, shoot, I can't even remember now what it is, but it's these hunters with cell phones and it's talking about people leaving bad comments on her Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And she's also talking about like, she, what is that guy's name? Kanye West. Mm -hmm. She calls him something for saying how much her words are worth. And that's like her lyrics and her songs. Cause she writes all of her, her lyrics herself. So could you imagine if Taylor Swift quit writing songs and quit creating just because of, haters and she's had haters like on the largest scale there yeah. is like yeah. we're just on a teeny tiny scale and people are talking about my hair yeah you know and it's, it's upsetting so i can't yeah. even imagine what big artists go through honestly yeah that's the thing too like every people that i admire i try to imagine them how they would deal with negative comments and i know for a fact well maybe not a fact but i'm very confident that they would just shrug it off like Oh, well, because you know what? They're focusing on their craft. They're focusing on themselves, making them happy, making their audience happy and not these people, yeah. right? And also think exactly. about this. Like I was, I was wondering about this. Like I've gotten a lot of um, negative comments lately. And I was wondering, like, did I do anything different? I didn't. I actually didn't do anything different. I just kept creating, right? I kept doing some yeah. stuff. And so I came to the conclusion, and this is what I tell myself, just because I feel better. <laughs> But I came to the conclusion that the only reason that they're commenting or they're, all these negative comments are starting to pop up is because I've become a bigger target. Mm-hmm. And Your how, channel is growing. Yeah, I'm growing. Basically, I've become a bigger target. So maybe people who are, if you feel that pe- more people are commenting and just leaving negative comments, maybe, maybe because you're growing and they're feeling threatened or it's, you're an easier target because you're, you're bigger. Everyone can see you now. So... Think of it that way. But, uh, you know, again, I think it's very important because for us to get over mean comments, because if you can't, yeah, it's it's still going to rain. You're still going to get wet. And is that going to stop you from going about your day? No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't stop you from going about your day. As a matter of fact, to me, negative comments are very, they like they light the fire in me. Cause, right? It yeah. makes you want to keep creating just yeah. to show the haters like, I'm still here, pal. Drink the haterade. I still have the bad hair. <laughs> <laughs> the haterade is basically your haters' tears. It Drink is. that. So Drink it. Yeah, that's what I do. But I think it's important. I think it's important yeah. to to ignore, like know when to ignore it. And also at the same time, like slowly get over it and basically just tell yourself that this isn't this isn't who your audience are. Like I'm, a few weeks ago, I had a slew of negative comments and they kept going back and kept, kept going back. And I remember I was- They post- were straight up arguing. They were. You know. It was hilarious. And I was- Michael was loving it. <laughs> I was loving it. I, I was sharing it on my, my Instagram mm-hmm. and my stories. And I was surprised at the amount of people that commented. They said, don't feed the trolls. Leave them alone. But I'm like- they're sticking up for the trolls, which just killed me. I know. And I'm like, like, are you serious right now? Come <laughs> well, on. Some of them feel that I was bothered by it. Like, no, I'm trying to keep it going because I want to see how far they... Usually people who talk a lot, they eventually uh, trip on their own feet. 
You know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they, they say too much and then it reveals their character, right? So I just keep... I'm the one trolling them. I'm the one trying to give them fuel so that they can keep going. Um, and it, I just wanted to for people to see how ridiculous that is and and that it's okay to stand up for your content. The way I see it yeah. is like, if someone walks in my house and starts berating me, you're going to die. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're going to... You're going to get kicked out the front door. Yeah. Like, so fairly quickly. I know. And whoever, whoever, any of my family who's listening to this and are probably laughing and snickering at me saying you're going to die. They know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to kill anyone. I'm, I'm the most, <laughs> uh, what do you call, you call this? Least intimidating person that you'll ever meet. That's but, very true. But I will stand up. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. But I will stand up for my own, you know, my own, my my, my family, my myself, my content. You stand up for every, yeah. for something. Because if you don't, then you don't have a backbone. You don't have... That's so, what I was about to say. Yeah. In this world, like, that's all you have is is you and your things that you have and you stand up for them. If you don't stand up for what you have, then you don't have anything. Yeah. You don't. You know? So, you let people run all over you and everything that you've worked hard for, then you have nothing. And then so what happens? You have to stand up for it. And then what happens? What happens if you do let society do that to you? Guess what? They you're, won. Yeah, and you're let them win. You're just like them. You're like everyone else, which is the worst thing a creative can feel. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, I'm no one special. I'm just you know just like everyone else. I'm an unassuming cog in this whole machinery. So, That's. A comment that I get often that really does bother me. And it's people saying that I'm copying another man. And I don't know if it's just because I'm a woman and I'm a feminist woman and I am very headstrong and I don't let anyone tell me what to do. But when someone says that my content, my work that I have poured my heart and soul into that I, you know, spent weeks at conjuring and like just working really hard when someone just offhandedly says, you're copying Peter McKinnon. You're copying, I, there was like three others that I don't even know mm-hmm. who they said I was copying. I had to like look up the channels. Um, that one hurts. That one does. Like, I don't care what they say about my hair or my face or my glasses being too big. Like, I don't care about that. But don't tell me that I've copied someone just because I did, you know, B-roll and I've <laughs> talked slow in the voiceover. Like Peter McKinnon didn't create that shit, you know? Like other people <laughs> do that stuff. People have do, been doing that for centuries. I know. Like Hollywood was made off that stuff, you it, know? It wasn't it, Peter McKinnon. Yeah, exactly. Didn't we talk about this? Like what was uh, what, what did we say that was probably the proper response for something like that? Weren't we like throwing ideas out there like maybe you should say this? I think I did write back. I said did Peter you? McKinnon didn't invent B-roll or oh, yeah, 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 you did. filming yeah. coffee. And I think there was a um, language barrier there. Ah, um, yes. So, I remember Which made this. me feel bad. <laughs> but there were, there was others that wrote too saying I copied. Um, I just didn't engage. I just let I th- it go. Yeah, I think that particular person who said that you copied Peter McKinnon, he probably meant, because he complimented you at the end. He said good set, nice setup. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, so I think he might. <laughs> what he might have meant was, I can see that you were inspired by Peter McKinnon. Maybe that's we'll what he that. said. We'll go with that. We'll one. go yeah, with that. We'll go with that. But it's funny because I was saying, if someone told me that, like, dude, you're copying. Uh, well, actually, someone said this. Um, Matthew and Zena. Not, not, Someone said I copied Matthew and Cena too, yeah. and I was like, "Thank you, I'm friends with him." <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> if someone told me, like, you copied Matthew and Cena, which someone actually did, or you copied Peter McKinnon, I'll be like, "Dang it, you guys found me out." Like my Co- plan, <laughs> yeah. Dang it, like no. Oh, I guess I have to find someone else to copy. You know what I mean? It's just it's true. It's just taking the power away from them because they feel like if they say something like that, then they're going to bring you down, and then you're going to give up, and then it'll make them feel better because you're just like everyone else. Well, guess what? Give me some more of that haterade. Yeah. Let me have another glass, please. Yeah, let me have Thank me. you. I'll take another. <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys. So I think I think if you can... Uh, how about we share um, s- techniques or solutions that we you know, personally use to try mm-hmm. to get over this? Because I think people who listen to this are like, yeah, 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 negative comments, this and that, but yeah. how do I get over it? Right. And one of the things that I do is just talk about it. Like I'll tell Michael, I'll send Michael a screenshot or I'll tell my husband or my mother, like just whoever will listen. I'll be like, look what they said next, mom. 
you know, just getting it out in the open, not it, the comment not being stuck in my head and kind of looming around in there, just getting it out. Even if I just say it out loud to myself, mm-hmm. it helps. Because if I don't get it out, if I just let it kind of wash around in my head, it starts to become personal to me, yes. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm afraid to say it or I'm af- if I say it, it, if I don't say it, it's it's real. So I just I get it out. And then I feel better. Yeah, because you, know? you realize like, how ridiculous it is. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that helps. I know, I know I'm not copying Matthew and Zena. I'm friends with that guy. He's super nice. He would never think I was copying him. I don't personally know Peter McKinnon, but I'm also not copying him. And I know that. Yeah. My friends know that. My family knows that. So it's well, just someone sitting on the couch and has nothing else to say. What do, you, what do you think would happen if I comment on Peter McKinnon's and be like, you're copying Chelsea Horn? Oh my God, they would blow you to shit. They would. I'm like, who the f- is, beep is Chelsea Horn? <laughs> yeah. They would hate me more than they would hate you. They're like, who the heck is this guy? Absolutely. But you know, what's funny is people say that I copy Peter McKinnon and even Matthew and Cena and this other guy that they said I copied. It's only because they are bigger names than I am right now. Yep. Just right now. Think you about wait. that, guys. Think yeah, about and it, let it sink in. Those people who were, who were leaving all that, who were arguing with me in the last, uh, <laughs> in the last, the last thing that I posted. Um, I bet you, Chelsea, they're still listening. And so if you're oh, here yeah. listening to this episode, hi, welcome back, and thank you for hi. sticking around. Yeah, no, I bet you, I bet you, these people um, are keeping tabs. I, I said that. I said that on mm-hmm. in my stories because again, they try to pull you down. They try to pull you down. If it doesn't work, they keep tabs on you because they want to see you fail. You know, all these people who said, that's it, I'm leaving. Goodbye. I'm like, you, Goodbye. You know, I'm, I'm not asking for you guys to ask, you know, to ask permission if you can if you can leave. You don't have to tell me. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I find it hilarious every time someone says, you know, I was a big fan and then now I hate you. First of all, I didn't say anything. I didn't do anything that would yeah. that should prompt that. But if you want to leave, then feel free. It's no fine. One's keeping yeah. you in here. Yeah, but <laughs> those people who said that they were leaving, I bet you they're still keeping tabs. That's why whoever you are, hi, I'm hi. still here. <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah, think about that, guys. So if you have haters that are doing that, they're keeping tabs on you, and they're keeping tabs on you for a good reason, because you're doing something that they can never do, or they're too afraid to do. Yeah, and they're so insecure. It's you're better fine. than them. Yeah, you're better than them. So just think, keep creating and drink yeah. the haterade like Michael and I. Drink, <laughs> drink the haterade. I try to approach negative comments to like this. Like it helps me when I see someone like those people who are arguing with me. I imagine them to be my twelve-year-old nephew. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because it probably is your twelve-year-old nephew. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so I troll them like that. Like, oh, yeah, this and this and this. Like that guy who said, "Are you dumb?" I'm like. Yep, I'm dumb. That's why I only make dumb videos for like-minded yeah, people, just you like yourself. Did. You know what I mean? So, you did. Yeah, it's, it, because they're probably like kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, didn't treat them like kids. And so some people yeah. say, um, you know, why do you, why do you even feed them? Like, I'm not feeding them. I'm just commenting on my own content. This is the... Oh, actually, here's, here's one thing that I wanted to share. One person said, how dare you share like this conversation on your Instagram or something like it's not painting a good picture of you. Like, first of all, who are you to care who, you know, how I paint myself as online because you're here arguing with me. Are you my publicist? When did I hire you? Like, did I forget to pay you? I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Please send me your email. No. um, And second is, I forgot where I was going to go. Oh, and, and, and second is that, I have every right to to respond to my content. And if I wanted to share, well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with me sharing the things that you said. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but YouTube is kind of like an open forum. So basically, if you type... All social media is an open forum. (laughs) If you type whatever it is, whatever silly things that you said there, it's out for the world to see. So if I wanted to share that, then... It's your fault for typing it. Why did you... I was attacked. That's Michael. (laughs) It's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. And that's why that's why guys don't be afraid of negative comments. Do not be afraid. Use them as fuel. It's, that's what I was about to say. Help yeah. use those and to for growth. To, for growth. to help you grow. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I'm doing. Learning how to do that right now. Because yeah. I'm definitely not a, a professional at 
uh, defending off the negative comments because I'm still getting them and I'm still working through them. But I think one of the biggest things that helps me is just to say it out loud, get it out of my head. Yes. And, you know, if you guys are listening and you're having negative comments and you want to get it out, like send it to Michael and I, you know. Yeah, if, even we'll if make fun just, of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll help <laughs> you get through that because yeah. we're all going through it. it yeah. You're not alone Mm-mm. for sure. Yeah. It's, um, it's a good, it's a good solution for that because it, like Chelsea said, if you internalize it too much, it becomes personal and then it really starts to hurt. But if you talk about it, then it gets better. And then you realize how, how silly it is. You know, it should only, I'm sorry, it should only really hurt when what they say is true, right? Mm -hmm. Like when, when you, you posted something that's deceptive or, or mean, or something like that. Then but everyone don't post has, mean stuff. Yeah. Let's then everyone has nice a, a right to, to react to it. Mm-hmm. But if just people who just don't like your content, that's okay. They don't like your content. You're not serving them. Yeah. Move along. It's um, it's like who who said that? Someone actually sent me um, on Instagram when I was posting those stories. Someone sent a story or a, a short clip of Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Ricky he's Gervais. the writer of um, the, the Office. Office. Yeah. He said that Twitter is basically, he's like, he had like, what, 12 million followers, I think. And people hate on him. They're like, I hate this. I hate this. And he's like, it's just like opening up a restaurant and we serve chicken here, for example. And someone walks in. He's like, I don't like chicken. Okay. Okay. And there's a different restaurant there. Like, why are you mad that I'm serving this particular thing here? You know what I mean? So um, it's true. That's the that's the way how content is. Like, you you, you look for your audience and they will find you. Sometimes you'll get stragglers like haters and that's okay they ju- they're just it's okay yeah it's just fun <laughs> use it use it as fuel to your fire uh prove them wrong that's one of the things that keeps yeah. me going is for my haters that say i'm copying someone like it just i can't wait till i get to the top and i'm like am i still copying yeah. someone tell me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah another so, another way that they can approach this is if yeah they, they can totally just like when someone insults them like Maybe I'm just used to it because my growing up with my cousins, they're a they're a different breed. My cousins, they're very mean. <laughs> my brothers, my brothers uh, yeah. are mean too. But you know, my haters are probably just my brothers, like <laughs> making fake um, YouTube whatever just to, yeah. to troll me. Yeah, just fine. <laughs> but the difference is, my cousins come from a um, a different perspective. They come from love, even though the, the things that they say are mean. It's just it's what cousins do. You know what I mean? Like they don't yeah. mean. To, to bring me down. They're just, they're just being me because that's what friends do, what, that's what family do, and it's all in good fun. And so I've learned throughout the years to whenever they make fun of my height, for example, I, I double down and be like, I make fun of my height. You know what I mean? So all these insecurities that they, you know, people think that they can get me with, I, I use that. I don't know, like someone, what did someone say? Oh yeah, just that dumb comment. Like, are you dumb? Like, yes, I am very dumb. And what do you think they're going to say? (laughs) I'm just a content creator. Yeah. What do you think they're going to say after that? Right. Nothing. They have nothing to say. Yeah. Because you took the power away from them. And now I'm laughing. It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm dumb. But I know I'm not dumb. I'm dumb. Yeah. So. We all know you're not dumb. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I question. I know. Sometimes I question myself. So. (laughs) But yeah, take the power away from them. So if they they accuse you of something, unless they accuse you of being a racist, probably not. (laughs) Don't own that. Ooh, yeah, that's no. probably not a good thing. Let's not do that. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> if they make fun of your hair, your your voice, make fun of yourself. Yeah. Because that, that is actually what I did. Remember yeah. I made the Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Someone someone said um, they liked my video and they liked my setup, but it looked like I needed a comb. Yeah. So I, I took to Instagram and I got a comb and I was like trying to comb my hair and obviously the comb got stuck. Um, so that... That's a fun way to kind of yeah. combat the haters. Even mm-hmm. though I, I don't feel like that was like a really a hate comment. Someone just felt the need to tell me that they think I need to brush my hair or something. Like, I don't know. I want to see that person's hair. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably Again, the same we, as mine. We go back to uh, the whole, where's your, your stuff, right? Like you're yeah. commenting on other people's stuff. Where's yours? And so, yeah. And I think mm, probably the last thing that I would recommend people do with hateful hateful comments is what Landon just said, just ignore them. Mm -hmm. But, but I said earlier, there's nothing wrong with 
defending your own, right? Defending your your space, your your content, whatever it is. Like, it's fine. If you want to do that, then do that. But you have to also be aware of how much time and energy you're putting into, like, defending your stuff. Like, I do it because it's fun for me. Because it's hilarious and it gives me, con- you know, um, just something to share. But I'm not going to spend the entire day commenting. or They're yeah. probably still commenting right now. And, you know, just filling up that thread wherever it is. I don't even remember what video it was. And jokes on them because I'm not even looking anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're still yeah. keeping tabs. I'm sure they're waiting like, oh, I'm waiting for Michael to reply back. Well, no. Because I don't, I'm, you know, I've only allotted enough time and energy towards like entertaining myself yeah. by replying replying to you. But if it gets to a point where it's it's taking up your day, then maybe stop commenting, just ignore yeah. them. Yeah, I wouldn't give them that much energy to begin no. with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty much it, right? Like, I mean, yeah, I think we covered that topic pretty well. Yeah, I like I like your idea that if someone is feeling really bad about themselves because someone sent them a mean comment, share it with me and Chelsea. Yeah. We yeah. are that is why Michael and I are here is to help you become a creator and maybe teach you some things that we've learned along the way. Maybe not to teach you how to be a, a creator because I think we're still both learning too. Yeah, but, but we're, we're sharing our journey and hopefully you yes. can learn something from that. Yeah. Because we're definitely in the beginning stages as well. Oh, for sure. But guess what? Chelsea and I were not afraid to start putting our faces out there and um you know, just putting our voices out there, our content, even though they're not the best. The only, and the reason being is going back to the whole, the beginning of this was because we wished that there were people like this, like us, that we could follow back then when we wanted to start yeah. something. We're too afraid because there's nothing. Just like what Eric Yoon said in the last episode. Yeah. He's like, I wish there was more, re- there were more resources, but there's nothing. And so that's he had, why he started. And now look how big his, his following is. I know. So I, cool. I have to place my order too, by the way. I want Did my I? watch. Yeah. We need to get Chelsea a watch too. I know. I need a watch. Yeah. Well, a Chelsea, do you have anything that stood out amongst the meanest comments that you've gotten? Or maybe the recent one. Well, the most recent one. Something memorable. Or did you share it already? I shared them. Oh, yeah, you it did? was my okay. my hair. Someone said my glasses were too big. Someone, you know, it's just like petty stuff. People say I copy so and so. I wish someone was saying I was copying a female. Like, why do right? I have to be a man? Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think that bugs you more. It the does. Fact that, yeah. <laughs> that it's a man. Yeah. Don't tell me I'm copying a man. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, if you're gonna hate, if you're gonna hate on Chelsea, make sure you compare it to a female. A female, so, yeah. please. Please compare it to Charlize because she's going to love Ooh, it. Charlize yes. Theron. Oh my God. I'd probably pass out. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we got some questions though. Did you get any questions from yesterday's I, uh, question sticker? You know, I don't even know. You don't know? Let me check. I, I think I have my... I've not even looked. So it's been a while since we did this, like the whole listener mail thingy. I did get a few. Okay. Um, I got one from Analog... 478, he says, worst comments you've gotten? Mm, I think Chelsea just shared hers. Mm-hmm. I shared Mine that. was, what's the worst comment that I've gotten? The one that really bugged me. Oh, the uh, one, that, yeah, the one that bugged me, that called me a liar. Yeah, the, yeah. the snappy thing. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole thread. And the only reason it bugged me, because he called me a liar. And the reason yeah. why it bugged me, I'm going to share with you why it bugged me so much. Because, I so, so I shared that video of the... Uh, of that sleeve, the magic sleeve. Mine is on its way, by the way, and I can't wait oh, to make sweet. a video. Yeah. You're like, hey, oh, look, guy. I got mine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'm not a child. <laughs> so I made that video, right? And then he commented and said he can't buy it because it's out of stock. And you know I how st- long I had to wait for mine? Two months. Like months. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's everybody's having to wait. It's yeah. not just you, friend. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, he was accusing me. Uh, like mm-hmm. I'm the reason why it's it's late. He said, "What you're sharing is probably not even a real product. They probably just gave it to you, and that's why you made a video about it. And you're probably does he getting know. Does he know how unrealistic that is? Like that doesn't happen. No. Like companies don't just fake a product, give it to to someone, and then not give it to anyone. Well, else. well, unless we're talking about <laughs> autonomous, I guess. <laughs> well, because <laughs> that actually does happen. Yeah. I'm like, you're talking about autonomous. <laughs> By the way, they reached out to me. I got an email what from them. They said they're promoting a desk and they would love me to, um, you know. No. And I'm like, oh, 
you mm-hmm. you guys are obviously not listening to your customers. You're obviously not listening to this podcast. So you reached out to the wrong. Dude. Yep. So anyway, autonomous. I don't trust those guys, and I think you guys understand why. Anyway. Yeah. So they accused me of, um, not autonomous, but this person accused me of lying to them and saying that the product doesn't exist. And I said, I don't make this product. And he, guess what? A day later, he deletes it. But I remember his username. And then he, ca- he starts a new thread. And he goes, your review is you lied, blah, 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 blah. It's a terrible product. And I said, wait, how can you say that it's a bad product when you didn't even, even receive it? And that's how the thread started. And that's the meanest thing I said in that thread, if I recall. And it turned into a shitstorm of comments, (laughs) which was a goldmine for me. I was just like, I love this thing. And that's what I started sharing. And people were wondering, why are you feeding them? Why? But there was a point to it that the reason why I was sharing it was because I wanted to see, I wanted to show people how ridiculous it is. And it's not really scary. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, it was a really good insight. Yeah. That's probably the worst thing that I've gotten. Anyway. Um... This one's in Spanish, but... Do you speak Spanish? I don't. But it says, Que camera y lente? I'm guessing what camera and lens? Uh, it's not even... I don't even know if it's in Spanish, but... Using my very, very smart brain, <laughs> that didn't sound smart. Google Translate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just guessing that what they're using, what they're asking is what camera and lens do I use the most? Um, it's not related to the topic, but it's A7, Sony A7 III with a Tamron 28 to 74 f2.8. There it goes. Your answer for Daniel. Okay, next one is from Triple A Pro. I'm I'm uh, an upcoming YouTuber, Triple A Pro. Any advice? Oh, he he sent two stickers. Okay. Any advice on dealing with negative commenters? This whole episode is our whole- advice. It's yeah. just great for you. Yep. Listen from Listen the beginning. Listen again. Yep. You're going to like <laughs> it. Um, quiche codes. Handling disappointment when content you made isn't received as well and as you thought it would. That happens all the time. It does. My God, does it ever. Just keep creating. Create yep. something else. The <laughs> best way to combat that is to keep doing it because yep. it's, it's a habit, right? Like if you don't know how to do something and you keep doing it, guess what? Whether you like it or not, you're going to do better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. I, I can't think of anything that you do a hundred times that you have not grown, you know, absolutely. exponentially after a hundred times of doing it, right? Yeah. So just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Yeah, we'll all we'll all face that. I'm, I'm, I'm facing that right now. Yeah, me too. But it's okay. It's, like yeah. I said, it's free data. And, you know, now you know maybe, okay, maybe I need to fix this and get some feedback. It's such a learning, it's such a learning curve. Like you post something that wasn't, you know, didn't do as well. Well, then you know not to do that again. Yeah, exactly. So next is for what from water slide, uh, waters slide bricks. What do you do if you, if a negative comment gains traction, goes to the top of the comments? I share it on my Instagram. Yep. <laughs> That's what I did. Again, you know, have to, you have to find a context. Like, what is it a criticism? Is it something that are you afraid that something someone is saying something mean to you, and that it'll appear in the comments? You should always be you should be more confident with the content that you put yeah. out than the negative comment that's on top of the comment list. Yeah, because people can read that, and you know, they'll be. It's not like Amazon. Okay, it's not like Amazon when you see a product and you look at the reviews first and you see the top review and you're like, ooh, I don't want to buy this. No, YouTube, for example, is they watch it. They usually watch it. And then they'll they'll decide for themselves. Because guess what? It's free. Yeah, it's 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 not not costing them anything. Yeah, it's not like Amazon. Yeah, Amazon is you have to pay for something. That's why you look at the reviews first. And if it's a bad review, you don't pay for it. But for YouTube, it's free. So go watch it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the top comment being a negative comment. Next next is by Krish. Um, bro, how do you respond or react to negative comments? I think this whole episode will tell yeah, you Yeah, the how. episode. <laughs> Just re, um, rewind back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah. This one's from Max. Where is the line between defending yourself and being a dick? Mm, I don't know, Max. If someone insults you and you defend yourself, do you still think you're being a dick? Yeah, I don't think so. Not if you're defending yourself. Yeah, not if you're. I, th- I think they're the ones being the dick, not you. Yeah, exactly. But if I start calling that, like if they if they concede, 
if they said, okay, you know what, you're right, I'm sorry, and I still keep you're still pestering pounding them, them, yeah, then maybe then I'm being probably, a dick. Yeah, you're so. probably the dick at that point. But <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I think you're okay. Don't be a dick, Max. I know yeah, you're not. Just, no, he's nice. <laughs> yeah, he's nice. Um, math, math Neves. How to deal with negative comments made by parents or loved ones? Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I've not encountered that. So I'm going to ask you this. How different is their comment, is the comment depending on, you know, where it comes from? I mean, obviously it's different. It hurts It probably more. becomes personal because it's someone that you actually know rather than yeah. someone just masking behind a computer. It hurts more, but is that just really... Just try to prove them wrong, I guess. Yeah. Is that really any different than... You know what I mean? Like, if you get burned by... This is, I am the worst at analogies, Chelsea. I don't know why okay. I keep, yeah. It's like, I was going to say, <laughs> if you get burned by a match and you get burned by lava, like, how does oh, that happen? If you get burned by lava, you're, whatever you touched is gone. If you yeah. dipped your foot in lava, it's gone. My point is, <laughs> the whole point of this mess is, it doesn't matter. You still get burned and one might hurt more than the other. Mm-hmm. But you still have to keep going, right? Like if it's your parents, if you're, you know, like Chelsea yeah. said, you might have to just prove them wrong. And again, personally speaking, when I get those comments, when they're personal from from people that are close to me, there are bigger fuel. There, it's a bigger and even bigger fuel for me. Mm, absolutely, yeah. same. Than just random people. So, and again, you have to know: are they criticism, like constructive criticism, or they're just mean comments? So there's a difference. Um, where, wait, where is it? Michael, Mike, oh no, this one is just one of those troll stickers, like buy me a laptop, whatever. Yeah. Um, Send me your camera. What? <laughs> I know. Sham Beats. What GPU you use for this setup? I have no GPU, if that's what you're asking, not, not for the PC that I'm building. I don't have one yet. Tech Engineer asks, how, how do you become a guest? Well, that's a good question. What do you have to offer, my friend? Yes. The <laughs> the best answer that we can give you is what do you have to share to the community that will prove helpful or informative or inspiring? You know, we are open to inviting people, but actually Chelsea and I had to we're struggling in oh sorry, we're struggling in the beginning because we had so many friends that we wanted to bring in. Yeah. The problem is if we start bringing in friends then this whole podcast becomes, it's like a click. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we oh, that. yeah, we don't want that. We want to be inclusive of, you know, everyone else. So we try to to find guests that have something to offer, like a new insight, um, anything that's just different other than just, oh, we're friends or we know each other. We definitely don't want that. So yeah. if you want to be a guest, you're more than welcome to be a guest, but you have to figure out what it is that you have to offer to share with the community. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's an honest answer. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. Yeah. So we would love to have you as a guest. Just think about that. Um, I think that's it. The rest of the the stickers that I got were just trolls. They want Michael to send computers and cameras. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing I've ever got. (laughs) I'm from somewhere. Can you send me one of your old camera, like, no, you can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't respond to those though. Yeah. I, Chelsea and I wanted to make an entire episode about that. Just like, how do you reach out to, to like companies or people? Cause I've gotten a couple of emails in the, re- in the recent days that was, I shared one with Chelsea and I'm not going to share their profile because that would be completely mean, but it's a, it's a profile. <laughs> it's a profile on Instagram where it's a company that basically offers a service it's almost, I don't know, it's like a, maybe it's like Kindle or something like that. Yeah. And they, they obviously sell books, basically. And their well, opening that's pretty was, evident. <laughs> their opening line was, actually the only email that they sent me was, hey, Michael, do you read books? And that's it. I'm like, talk about like bad sales bitch. <laughs> Not even that, like what kind of open opening to an email is that? Yeah. You know, like, do you read? Yeah. Maybe. It's, yeah, it's it's so bad. It's, it's like, not even like a good conversation starter. No, you know? it's yeah, walking by a restaurant and they're like, hey, do you eat? 
<laughs> no. No, I don't. I don't eat. I hate no. eating. Takes up too much time and money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it for this episode, guys. So. I think it is. Yeah. I had so much fun. Me too. Chelsea and I can keep going on and on and on, but for the sake of... Your brevity. sanity. <laughs> sanity. <laughs> We're still trying to get our, our good at this, basically keeping it down to under 60 minutes, but sometimes we're just having too much eh. fun. I hope you guys don't yeah. mind that. But if it does bother you, or maybe if you like it, please do let us know. Yeah, and you know how to know. let us know. Yeah, you know how to let us know. And you, you can, know where to find us. Yeah, you can definitely leave us a review, which we would appreciate, right, Chelsea? Absolutely. Definitely do that if you listen to iTunes because it helps with the algorithm. So iTunes can push our podcast into the recommended podcast section, um, whatever that means. But thank you again for listening. Yes. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And I'm Chelsea. And this is Michael. Signing off. Bye. Bye.